You're listening to Gamers in Hot Tubs Talking Nerd Life, a conversational podcast about the positive impact video games have had on our lives. Recorded live on Kick, in a hot tub in the game Grand Theft Auto Online. This is episode 5 with our special guest, Magna Storm from Merc Clan. If you'd like to support the podcast or be a guest on an upcoming episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And visit our Beacons page at beacons.ai slash hottubgamers. You can follow both of us on Kick at Bad Wolf Rose and Plaid Baron, respectively. Without further ado, here's episode five. All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to Gamers in Hot Tubs Talking Nerd Life. Uh, I am uh, one of your brilliant hosts, uh, Danny, better known as Plaid Baron. Um, I am one of your other brilliant hosts, uh, Kaylee, otherwise known as Bad Wolf Rose, or Ro- Rose. Woes. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we all good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, our guest today is Magnastorm from Kick. Uh, go ahead and say hi. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? I'm pretty good on this end. Still waking up. Oh coffee. yeah, it is way too early. Too early? Wait, what time zone are you in, Magna? Oh, I'm central, so it's only 10.30, <laughs> but it's still way too early for It is me. 9.25 for me. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I blame you all. Mm, so, unfortunately, today we're on a bit of a time crunch. Uh, so we are going to get this show on the road. So Magna, why don't you go ahead and uh, let us know a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, I am Magna Storm with Magna Storm Gaming. Um, I am a variety streamer. Um, I'm actually quite new to Kick. Um, I've only been on Kick for six or seven months now, I think, maybe eight. Um, and it's been an absolute blast. Um, I was a Twitch streamer for a little bit um, when I was doing some competitive fighting games. Uh, then I took a hiatus and made the switch. And now we're back. Nice. Very cool. Have you been enjoying Kick a little bit more than Twitch? Yeah, the, the community has been really good so far. You know, everybody's got their few bad apples, but for the majority of it, uh, the community has been really good. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed about Kick is there's kind of a lot more real people on it than on Twitch since, you know, it's a smaller platform in general. So right, there's, you know... That just means there's a lower chance of bots, basically. Mm-hmm. Which, and you still do get them. There's been plenty of times where people have been botted on lives and they've shot up to like thousands of viewers in instant seconds. And oh, yeah. It, it, it's always suspicious when you're on kick. You know, because your average kick stream has, you know, maybe a dozen people watching and then you get those random streams. Uh, you know, um, unless you're Hikaru Nakamura, uh, you know, uh, streaming chess. Um, yeah. But 
you know, you see one at 10,000 viewers, you're like, that's not real. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. I strive for those numbers, but... You strive for them, but Kick just doesn't have that many viewers yet in uh, general. Oh, no, not, not at all. So, yeah, a little suspicious. Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. So, so how long have you been streaming in general, then? I have been streaming in general for uh, close to about five or six years now. Okay. It, it's kind of funny because, like, listening back to, like, y'all's podcast and stuff, and I hear a lot of people are like, oh, well, when I was little, we had this, and when I was little, we had that. Like, I never really actually got into gaming itself until probably, like, middle school or high school. I, I, I was I was the jock in school. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I was the nerd. Uh, so you'd probably have beaten me up. But. <laughs> no, I wasn't that kind, but I mean, a trash can here or there. But uh, now after uh, after some sports injuries, um, quite a few of them, I uh, kind of didn't have a choice but to stop playing. And then I found gaming to kind of fill that space and fill that void nice it's it's good at that because it definitely takes a lot of time to game oh yes uh you mentioned uh, fighting games a little bit earlier so have you been in the competitive space so uh a very small amount uh when i first started um <clears throat> on Actually, it was, it was when I first started on Twitch, there was a, a game that was out by Anyway called Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Oh, yeah. Um, that came out a couple of years ago. That looked sick. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, there was a there was probably about 20 of us that pretty much like st not started. I don't want to say started the game, but uh, started the community for the game. Um, and we pretty much just told anyway like look focus on updates focus on characters focus on patches like we will like we'll take care of the rest and uh we did a lot of uh inter-community tournaments um i think it only recently maybe in the last like two years did it ever get to like a con at all um hmm. it, it and then and then anyway dropped it <laughs> and Ah. And that was pretty much the end of the game. But um, no major tournaments for me. More smaller communities. Uh, I finished. In one of them, I was tied for eighth out of, like, 64. Mm -hmm. um, so still decent for me for a, for a first tournament. But yeah, it, it was a really good game. And then they just dropped it and focused on the cell phone game. Yeah. I mean, I can't exactly blame them. Because even if it was a good game, it didn't sell like hotcakes you know there comes yeah. a certain point with any developer if the game isn't meeting the sales that it needs to support the studio then they gotta reallocate budget basically right and that's yeah exactly hmm. so uh what do you say we jump into it then yeah i love getting to know you a little bit more magnus storm i really really appreciate you being here and um sharing some stories with us today oh yeah it's i've got i've got a couple for you <laughs> i'm excited about it 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and dive into our first topic today, um, which is how have games left an impact on you or how do they influence what you do today? Uh, well, like I said, you know, I never really got into the video game uh, or gaming with friends until um, like middle school or high school was really when I got into it. Um, I was a I, I was a sports guy. I was the jock in high school um, after uh, six total. But back then it was four. I had a surgery on my knee every year, every summer of high school. Um, so I had I had summers to really kind of dive into other aspects while I was just sitting there. Um, and that's when I kind of, that's when I got a hold of gaming. I found an old console that I had when I was younger. I had the, or like the original PlayStation, a little gray rectangular box with the little pink and green push button, open and starts. Um, the good old and, days. Yeah. Oh yeah. The simple oh, yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. When things, when things were easy. <laughs> Um, but that's when I kind of, that, like, that's when I started getting into gaming. My very first game was Kingdom Hearts. Um, and, the, and it actually, ironically enough, that actually started me into Disney too, because I didn't really do a whole lot of Disney when I was younger. Um, so that kind of actually not only got me into gaming itself, but like into Disney. Um, hmm. Convenient. Yeah. It was like, I was a nice little two, uh, two and one for me. Um, but I think with most people, a, a lot of people game for the like release and the getting out of real life, not getting out of real life situations, but being able to step aside from like a real life situation. So like if I have a bad day at work, uh, I'm, I'm hitting the game hard just so I can decompress and like process my day and or, you know, get on GTA and blow people up and take my anger out and not get in trouble for it. And destroy cars. Yep. And destroy cars. <laughs> destroy cars, commit mass murder, <laughs> steal fine. lots of money. All the things you can't do in real life. Yep, yep. Like taking all your stolen money and pouring it into a super yacht. Yeah, yeah. Cooking cocaine and selling meth. Like, you know, let's go. Wearing yeah, <laughs> a bathing suit made out of your own chest hair. <laughs> okay, Pretty mistakes much. mistakes were made. Okay, <laughs> Mistakes were clearly made on character creation. You know, the thing is, though, there's going to come a point where you're going to be able to justify a subathon, and one of the rewards will be you will shave your chest into a bikini. God. So I've thought about that. <laughs> um, and, and I've thought about, like, starting out with my face um, and just shaving everything completely off and then working farther down... Um, and I, Rose, I believe you know him, but Party Source. Yes, yes, I do. So he's amazing. So a par yes, I love Party Source so much. I can't wait to meet him, meet him in real life. He lives like an hour south of me. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> he was so he he did a I think I don't know if it was a sub it wasn't a subathon, but it was so many subs, and you got to pick what part his best friend Alyssa got to wax on his body. Oof. So a little more extreme than uh, what I would ever go for, but but yeah, yeah definite, definitely a good subathon goal right there. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna really hit the point where I can justify doing a, you know, one of those crazy subathon kind of things. I mean, I'm still not even affiliate, so I'm 
you know, based <laughs> on my yet. work schedule, I have to just take this really casually and, you know, hope it picks up. But I, I can't even justify putting in a schedule for my streams, so. I, I find out that, and I sometimes have to remind myself of it, too. You know, if you if you constantly focus on the numbers and who you've got in there, uh, it becomes a job and it becomes so much more stressful uh, yeah. that sometimes you just got to take a step back and just be like, OK, I started gaming for this reason and that's why I fell in love with it. And that's what I need to get back to, because it's not a job. Yeah. It's not. Well, for some of us, it's not a job. It's it's a release and it's a it's a way to process like your day and you know thinking exactly. of those thinking of those numbers can destroy your mentality yeah you know all it comes down to for me is if i can make a buck off of a stream then i'm satisfied <laughs> right don't need it's much a, out it, of life it's a, it's a buck you didn't have before exactly See, and all i want to do is just vibe with people and if i can make money off of it cool it's exciting <laughs> right <laughs> it's a bonus it is it's like a cherry on top but... a nice little cherry on top oh yeah, yeah. We don't need much out of life. We just need a little. The simple things. Exactly. Oh man, speaking of the simple things, the sunset. I this has become I just, my favorite I, thing ever. <laughs> I, I, know, I, right? I just panned down and I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I I lied. Gaming needs to become work because I need to do this in real life. Yeah. See, there therein lies the issue. It's like, <laughs> you know, you you might be like, okay, I. My goal is not to make money off of streaming, and I just want to meet cool people and vibe and such. And it's definitely, it's definitely respectable. But given the chance of, you know, becoming a gigantic streamer that makes like ten thousand dollars a stream, like, yep, <laughs> just yeah. uh, I would take it in a heartbeat. So I don't know if you guys heard the news, but uh, Pirate Software, who I've mentioned on the stream a couple times, mm -hmm. on the podcast a couple times, he just set the record this week twice for uh, biggest hype trains on Twitch. Wow. Um, so he hit level 55 <laughs> on Wednesday at 179%. So they his community hit the cap on that and then on friday he hit level 59 at 500 something percent wow and he made something like 20 or thirty thousand dollars a stream on those days yeah <sighs> completely yeah. Insane. insane and so it's like you know if given the opportunity to just he doesn't even stream games most days he mostly just like streams his website and does Q&A on game development. That is insane. It's a lot of the streamers I feel like we know that make a ton of money do just chatting and just hang out with people and don't always play and maybe like randomly they'll play games. And it's, right. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. The key is the YouTube shorts, so we're gonna have to get our- <laughs> I think Collector provided a ton of, of content did, for us. And, and everybody will see <laughs> Everybody will see that one on Christmas Eve. I'm I'm pretty excited yeah. to get that. Magna, one we um, recorded a, a a bonus episode yesterday. Oh. Um, with one of Plaid's dear friends or Danny's dear friends. Yes. And um, yes. it was. I have known him about seven or eight years. It was now. crazy. Oh wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was crazy and very entertaining. So he's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. I love him to death. <laughs> you you guys are my drive to and from work now. That is an honor. Um, just just knowing that somebody is listening. Uh, what what platform do you listen on? Uh, Spotify. Awesome. Oh, I suppose we should check if Apple's online finally. <laughs> I heard you guys were having a lot of issues with that. <laughs> oh yeah, they do things differently. Yeah, of course than they everybody do. else, and they make it extremely difficult to get your page online, especially if you are, mm -hmm. I guess, unknown. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't know. I can kind of see Apple doing that, like big name, want more big names, but. I don't. I don't necessarily think Apple. I love. No, don't get me wrong. I love Apple products. Apple don't come after me. Oh, um, but like oh God, I, Apple is demo. not. Uh, I'm we an need to move guy, to a different so. hot. Oh, I gotta move to a different. All right, let me move to the other side. Um, I have an I, uh, iPhone. I, Apple is. Oh my God, Miss Rose. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Apple is not very, like, new user friendly, I will say no. that. If you are not in the ecosystem, you need to agree to, like, commit your life to their ecosystem. I feel like they kind of advertise that they're user friendly, but they really aren't. They're user friendly <laughs> once you are fully in. Well, and I'll give them this, the design of their stuff, like if you look at their phones, the design is very simplistic. It is very push here and it works. When you go to like Androids and all the other models, they're so customizable that you can get lost within it. But at the same time, you're also like destroying the battery in your phone. So like at some point, Apple is a little more simplistic in like the use but like when yeah. you're actually like looking at like the the ins and outs of it, like if you have to do anything to like a computer or anything of that nature, got Apple oh, is a screwed. pain. Apple is so tough to get into. You are absolutely screwed at that point. Versus you know if you're in Windows, if you're on Android, yeah. The settings menus are there, the back end command prompts are there. You can do anything you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different mentality. Oh yeah. And. A completely different ecosystem. Apple's the kind of ecosystem that's like, if you need technology and you don't want to think about it, yeah, just let Apple run everything for you. Yeah, it's it's uh, like like plug and play. Yeah, which is fine for some people, but it not not for all. <laughs> not for all. Yeah, you know. And then meanwhile, they overcomplicate things like setting up your podcast. It is still <laughs> not live. I checked it last night. Wow. I haven't checked it this morning, but I checked it last night. You can check it after the party. <laughs> Give them time. Oh, it's been, what, at least three days, if not four? Yeah. And they haven't even emailed us no. about... No. They, it only said that we would get an email if they had an issue. So no news, good news, mm. hopefully. I guess. Uh, yeah. What's really funny about the whole thing is, in the end, it's just going to download the RSS feed that Spotify puts up anyway. Just like iHeart, just like Radio Public, just like everything else. Everyone else. <laughs> yeah. What was the name on Apple? Is it still, is it just like, is it, was it Nerd Life? It should be Gamers and Hot Tubs talking Nerd Gamers Life. and Hot Tubs? I think I named, like, our name as, like, a account name. I did Hot Tub Gamers Network. Gamers, yeah. But um, the podcast is still the same name. I think you need a tissue, my guy. 
<laughs> or a neti pot. Mm. I'm not a fan of neti pots. Yeah, but they work so well. Yeah, but they're so gross. Yeah, but I mean... I heard that they're really... Know, I mean, like, they feel really good, though. I've never tried one. Yes. They feel they feel good when you're used to it. The first couple of times, it's gonna feel it's odd. Weird. It's gonna tickle. You'll giggle like a little schoolgirl, and you never want to do it again. No, it's so it literally your so okay. Your sinuses like run up your nose, up into the front of your forehead. Yeah, everything's attached. And then they come back. Yes. <laughs> so you're literally just running water and clearing out the pipes, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the same thing you do when like winter is coming and you need to get your furnace up and running. I'm not sure where that was gonna go. Like that could go down <laughs> yeah, so many different roads. I was, I was a little concerned. <laughs> 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 Cleaning out your pipes in your house. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yep. I will take that. It's the same concept. Same thing. Totally. Pipes in your house. Pipes in your head. <laughs> head shoulders. Head shoulders. Okay. We're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> Should uh, I reel us back into our <laughs> second topic? Yeah, let's let's move this let's move this party along. Okay. Do you want to introduce introduce the second topic, Danny? Sure, I will do the second topic. <laughs> so wrong window. <laughs> There's a window somewhere. Oh yeah. I have resorted to pulling this up on my phone because it's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got my, my chat up on my phone. Oh, so, cause you don't have a second what I, monitor. What I probably should do is have like multiple windows going on. <laughs> but yeah, Magna, how has your history with video games, though brief, uh, influenced your work and your day-to-day, -day, not just with streaming, but like anything else you do in life? Well, I mean, Obviously, the more you get into anything, the more knowledge like, you gain from the experience. Um, and I think definitely like with work, like, especially since I work in such an, uh, I work. So I work at an airport <clears throat> um, and there are thousands of people all around and we're getting new people constantly every day. And we're seeing new faces and, you know, a lot of people I'm finding out that a lot of people know, no matter the sex, no matter the age, game or game in some sort of fashion or their kids game. Um, and it's it's it can become a way that brings people together rather than just like, oh, my God, games, you know, are going to rot your brain out. Um, and, and people still believe that. They really yes. do. Crazy. Yes, they do. I had a guest say something about that the other day, like, wait, you really play video games? Like, don't you feel like that makes you stupid? I was like, what? Excuse me? But how? What do you mean <laughs> makes you feel stupid? <laughs> games are all about problem solving. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Literally everything in a game is a puzzle, whether it's an actual puzzle or like, how can I survive this sniper? And anything you do in a video game is Or how do you open up a door or get into a dungeon, like... Yeah. How do I move Where's this rock? Where's that key? <laughs> yeah. How do you survive in the dark with no flashlight? Yep, yep, yep. Find all the tools you need to survive. Yeah. How am I going to be able to afford that super yacht? Yeah, uh, by the way, I did just get a notification that um, I, it's my time to go buy one. So... Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got the funds for it? I think it's like 25 uh, million. Oh, 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 no, not at all. <laughs> oh, what does it cost to get one? 
like 30 like mil for a basic. Holy shit. Oh damn, that's like some mounts in Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Now this that's this thing lot. is crazy. Um I don't I don't know if we've been inside it yet. No, uh, I haven't been inside but... you yet. <laughs> okay. There's there's some other rooms. There's a bar up at the front. Is it bigger on the inside, like Time Lord technology? It's a, actually oddly about the same on the okay. inside. It's not quite a TARDIS. Okay, that's sad. Um, honestly, <laughs> the casino penthouse is better, and the casino penthouse also includes another hot tub. Oh, dang. Um, Different yeah. than what we were in but, yesterday? Yeah, so we were just on the roof oh. yesterday, and then there's actually one inside as well that's more private. Oh my god, do uh, I except fun? for the weird hairstylist who stands around at it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> also, I just realized so I have a black eye. Right <laughs> Wait, in real life or in game? In <laughs> game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of questions were about to be raised. No, no, I don't have that. Yeah, no, not in real life, just in game. She just turned her face towards my camera, and I was like, wait, is that really a black eye? It totally is. That's hilarious. Maybe. Um, so the way to get rid of bruises in GTA is in your apartment, you step in the shower for a second. And then that should clean everything off. Well, all of our group photos, I'm going to have a black eye. <laughs> okay, well, you can take care of that on your own time. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Maybe you, like... Oh, no, you did die once or twice, didn't you? Yeah, just, just today. Yeah, it's probably from that. Don't worry about it. You can stand in the background. You'll be fine. We'll just we'll turn turn your turn your good son. Right. So we were talking about the airport. Yeah. Sorry. So like you know, meeting new people. Uh, you know they they'll I always ask you know when you're not here, what do you guys do? Uh, and and I, actually one of the guys that I work with currently, um, we got to talking about games, and he used to play Call of Duty all the time, and. I'm in a Call of Duty uh, esports team, and so I was like, "Dude, you should check out, you know, this or whatever." And now he's one of the admin for like the Call of Duty team for Merc, and so you know, just it, it, I don't see it as a way of like, "Oh, it's gonna rot your brain," or "Oh, it's gonna do this to you." you know, it's it's another way to connect with people because so many people use it for so many different reasons. Mm. That's true. I mean, games are now not just games. They're communication platforms. Yeah. They're virtual worlds. They make you feel things. <laughs> they do. You know, they, 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 well, games have always been a great form of storytelling. Yeah. From the beginning. Um, and now you've got, like, indie developers who really push the storytelling into very emotional directions. And then, you know, you've, you've got uh, the money-making opportunities in games like streaming and esports and sponsorships. And, yeah, things are heading in really crazy directions with this medium. So, and it's, it's weird because, like, you know, going back to the Disney thing, you, Rose mentioned Disney Dreamlight Valley earlier. Um, Two two people in, in the in the team were playing it, and they're like, "Oh, you should check it out." And I did, and we're playing through it. You want to talk about emotions, and you want to talk about like hitting hitting you in the feels. There's there there's literally a mission towards the end of the main story in the game, and the game gives you a warning. 
it says like if you are not in the correct mental headspace do not continue with this come back when you are mentally sound oh my god does it i haven't made it all yes. the way that far holy crap yes that's a weird warning that is a yeah weird when you want which uh what is it when you unlock the fruit was it the forgotten lands in the very top left hand corner uh, you will meet the fairy godmother and you have to go through a mission and the, literally the mission will give you a, the game gives you a warning. If you are not of sound mental health, maybe try to come at this and it gets dark. Well, I was going to say that game it's... is pretty dark for a Disney game. Oh yeah. The, Disney I mean... gets really dark though sometimes. I mean, think about Mufasa's death in Lion King. Oh, oh my god. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He dies? <gasps> Mufasa. I don't know. It's been like 30 years since that movie it's came still out. It's still sad. Oh, God. Why it's did you have to put sad, a number on I, it? I, I think anybody who, you know, <laughs> needs a spoiler alert oh for that. Don't say 30 years. Yeah, like, that's like, true. You're, you're past the expiration date. You have to say 30 that. years. You just aged every single one of us. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I mean. Like, why did you have to put a number on it? Like, um, <laughs> No, and you know what? Recently, too, there. Have you watched their Goosebumps series? Oh yeah. Oh my god. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but it's I I hear so... that that gets very creepy. It's good. Oh, the new one? I haven't. Yeah, seen Yeah, it's one. good. It's dark. I'm actually surprised that like some of the music, like they have some very trendy songs in it, like the um, what is it? Daddy don't know that Mama's at the body shop. That song is in Daddy the like don't intro. Know that yeah. And I was like, oh, dang, this is Disney. Like, what is Disney doing? Um, but it's <laughs> it's really good, especially if you grew up on Goosebumps. Disney Sometimes I'm surprised dark. that, like, Phineas and Ferb is Disney, for instance. What? It is? Is it really? No. You didn't know no, that? No, I did not know that. It says it on the intro. Disney's Phineas and Ferb. I'm serious. Oh, my God. Slaggy in my chat is like, Disney doing something unholy. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's always doing something unholy. I mean, that whole company is just... They have secrets. Lots of secrets. I worked for they them. Have, they have more corporate oh. secrets than you did. That was my first job when I was 17. I worked at Epcot. I did retail at Epcot. And I got to go underground in the tunnel and see... Um, this is spoilers. The characters without their heads on. <laughs> <gasps> Our... Wait. Goofy's not real? <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your life. No. There goes my childhood. One of my favorite YouTubers, Swoozy, also used to work uh, at Disney World. It was a lot of fun. And he tells a whole lot of stories about working there and like especially dealing with the parents and the lines. And I didn't have to deal with the lines. Oh I had to God. deal with parents and kids. But it was so much fun. Like Our break room in the tunnel was beside the character's break room. So it'd be really funny to listen mm -hmm. to them and their stories about how they almost ruined some kid's life because they came out on stage and there was another one of them already there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, this, this is so much fun. Like, I just want to sit here and listen to the gossip while I eat lunch. But yeah, they like... Mommy, why are there two yep. goofies? So they coordinate it so much that like, if Mickey is out at Magic Kingdom, he is not out at Animal Kingdom because you might have a cousin or a friend that's at another park at the same time mm -hmm. and be like, I saw Mickey today. And no, I did. You know, so yeah, they like hardcore Family coordinated. Oh, Disney God. secrets revealed. That's crazy. <laughs> two people playing the same character at the same time. Yep. You gotta. Oof. They have to be very, very careful about it. 
But yeah. see, it's things like that that nobody ever thinks about. Right, right. That's the magic. The magic of Disney. Even though there's a lot of yeah. dark things as well. But yeah, it's like their magic. Probably, you, you got to figure that early on they would have, you know, like five or ten people playing Mickey at once. And then they soon realized what a mistake that was. Oh my god, I'm sure something bad happened. <laughs> yeah, and, and so they're like, okay, we're going to actually change the policy on that you know probably in like the first year of disneyland disney world it'd be like you know so they'll disney start with like everybody's first. mickey <laughs> yeah it's, it's a chicken and egg problem really which came first the chicken or the egg oh uh, i which didn't want first ask. one mickey or the lots of mickeys <laughs> it's it's uh, nowadays if we can just chalk it up to uh um the multiverse oh yeah yep. that's true it's a mickey from every like, wait, have dimension. you seen spider-man there's all these multiverses. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every single property is becoming a multiverse now. Mm-hmm. Well, because it has, like, endless options. Well, none of these companies want to get locked into any one linear storyline. No. And they want the room to explore while also not... I guess, like, messing up their timelines. Yeah, yep, yep. I feel like Doctor Who does it the best. Kinda. Just because, like, it's so endless with being able to, like, change the Doctor and still have, like, the same story and stuff like that, but yet it can be changed right. and then time but, is endless. But also, any time they've tried to explore the Doctor Who universe outside of the Doctor character, it's been an abject failure. I've, I've never seen any of it. I've <gasps> seen a little bit of it, but I'm not... I'm not nearly British enough. Okay, anybody who is listening who has not seen Doctor Who, please go find the Matt Smith episode that is Vincent Van Gogh episode and watch it because it is the best episode if you've never watched Doctor Who to see if you like it and it will get you sucked into it if you do like it. So, highly recommend. Is it like a you have to start from season one and continue through? Like, is there a story to it or is each show different? There's definitely giant story arcs that like, like if you start with, that Vincent Van Gogh episode, you will get curious about other things, but like if you watch it, it's not gonna like make you confused. Um, mm -hmm. But there are episodes that you could totally start watching and be like, wait, how the fuck did we get here? So like, yes and no. Um, I watched all of Matt Smith first, so I watched all of the 11th Doctor first, um, and then went back and watched 9 and 10 and then continued on from there. Um, and like I was able to do that, and then I just got more curious where those story arcs started. But they do a pretty good job of like pulling you into stories and explaining things enough if you haven't watched it from where they rebooted it at nine. Mm. Now, the show started in like the 60s. And then how many seasons did it go through in that original run before oh, it's like God. a 20 year break? I don't know how many. I haven't watched the original stuff. It's hard to find to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't know enough about Doctor Who. Yeah, I, just, I know there's like three or four different doctors at this point. And yeah, it's the, really old. Um, the first doctor in the reboot, I think, was only like one season before David Tennant came on. Oh, okay. And then he's still everyone's favorite doctor after all this time. Yeah, someone said he's, he, he's the one that's been there the longest too, hadn't he? Well, he also came back for a few episodes um, where I guess like kind of everybody was just picking on him the whole time. Because mm. that's the modern trend for writing is 
you know, pick on the white male character. Yeah. And make him feel bad about his existence. Mm. And so that that's what they did for him to introduce the new doctor. Who... Sorry, David Tennant is not my favorite doctor. It is not everybody's favorite doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start that rumor. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Everyone loves David Tennant. Oh, I love him more now after these, like, three specials that they just had. You know... You know what I love him as, speaking of Disney? What? Scrooge McDuck. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was Scrooge no. McDuck in the uh, DuckTales reboot. DuckTales. Oh, yeah. a couple I didn't years know ago. that. He's also the robot in Ahsoka. Ooh. <laughs> I got so excited when somebody told me that. That's, I was like, what? <laughs> Super exciting. That's, that's one I also haven't started yet. I should watch Ahsoka. I saw Obi-Wan. I really liked Obi-Wan, actually. Especially that ending fight. Yeah. Really liked Obi-Wan. I've seen a bit of The Mandalorian, but I don't have Disney Plus, so I can only watch things in spurts, essentially. I would say Ahsoka's mm. really good, but um, uh, Andor. Andor's my favorite. Andor's just a badass character. Mm-hmm. I'm, yep. I'm glad they you know, got the opportunity to explore him a little bit more. You know, when they first showed pictures of Rogue One, and we saw Cassian in the background, he was wearing a coat that was very reminiscent of Kyle Katarn's jacket from the original Dark Forces. And I didn't notice that. The original Dark Forces opens with you stealing the Death Star plans. Oh. So yeah. I'm like, oh my god, is that Kyle Katarn? Are we, are we merging universes here? But then it wasn't. <laughs> Rogue One oh. is one of my favorites as well, as far as movies go. I definitely... I definitely need to catch up with the uh, the Disney single series. I think I've stopped after, like, Mandalorian season one. Mm. The other ones are good, but I think the first season's really, really good. First and last season. Mm. Disney's been doing much better with Star Wars as television shows than as movies. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I've heard. I cried watching Ahsoka. I was not expecting to cry. I, like, ugly cried. <laughs> and, like, now I need a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I expect Doctor Who to make me ugly cry. I don't expect Star Wars to make me ugly cry. <laughs> Star Wars can make you ugly cry. Oh, yeah, 100%. Haven't been there Even yet with Even from the it. Lucas days. I haven't. <laughs> like, okay, like, like, spoiler, did anybody else cry when Leia found out Solo wasn't coming back? It was sad, ah. but, like, I don't know. Oh, okay. Next up. <laughs> if they... <laughs> If they hadn't established that they divorced... Oh, uh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, they did split. But they were, like, reconnecting. Like, so, like, there, there were emotions there. It, it was there. You know, I, I think my biggest problem with the sequel trilogy is how much they decided to destroy everything that had been established prior. Mm. Like, just the disrespect of fans of the universe was... Like, it, it really took me out of it. Like... Oh, Han, Han and Leia? Nah, they're split. Uh, Luke, the ultimate Jedi? Nah, he hates the Jedi Order and, and everything that, you know, that he worked for, that, that you rooted for him to achieve previously. Um, no, it just... It just was not well thought out. And now there's these rumors that Disney's going to be continuing Rey's story in new movies. I'm like, this is just not... Well, and let, um, what is his name? John Farvo, Farvo, let him do all that yeah. stuff because I love whatever, like all his TV shows have been really good. Farvo, yeah. Favreau, Favreau. 
I, like, I know how it's spelled, and uh, I can Favreau. never say it correctly. Favreau, John Favreau. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you want my opinion? They should put John Favreau onto Iron Man 4, because I, I, think, I think Marvel is in more dire straits with... Uh, well, Di- I think Disney is in more dire straits with Marvel at the moment than they are with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to lose a lot of people quick if they don't turn stuff around. They need to pay Robert Downey Jr. about $500 million to come on back. I, mean, I love that our like theme today has like yeah. <laughs> ebbed and flowed back and forth through Disney. <laughs> well, I'm like listening to Magna talk about that, like Disney getting back everywhere. into Disney things because <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts, like it makes you appreciate it in a different light. The same thing with Disney Dreamlight, like you appreciate Disney in different lights with all these different things. I'm I'm shocked that they've come into the game world as much as they have, mm. and it's like actually good. Mm. It's Disney and games have such a sordid history. They always try, you know, take like Disney Interactive Studios, for instance, you know, so they've always tried to make video games and they've always been pretty happy to license out their properties for video games, but them directly making video games has never gone really well for them. And they've never given themselves the time or money to really do it as right as they could. They oh, absolutely yeah. have the money. If they just made the time and they brought on the right people, they they very much like come out with two to three great yeah. games a year. Now they have so much content that they could turn into really good games and like I mean, could you imagine if they made an MMO that was like super successful? They did a while ago, didn't they? Oh, um yes. Uh, or an MMO-esque style. Um, what was oh, it? Um, yeah. Need to search. So yep. we're not just saying um the whole time. The Toontown, they did. No. Yep, they had Toontown Online. That was it. Toontown and then Pirates Online. of the Caribbean Online. And they yes. owned Club Penguin. Yes. Apparently it's getting revived. I've heard a lot of people <laughs> talking about it lately. Is it? Really? I don't know what it... That would not surprise me. It was very popular. And then PewDiePie actually shared studio space with Club Penguin when he was uh, under Disney. Because they owned um, Makerspace or something like that. Maker Studios. Yeah, they own Maker Studios. Um, I don't know if Maker Studios even still exists. Disney owns practically everything. It's weird. And yet there's rumors going around that Apple's going to buy Disney. Yeah, that's that's Apple's still worth more. A year or two, I think. Yeah. And, like, that's a merger that would actually make sense in the, yeah. in a really weird way, considering Steve Jobs founded Apple, then Apple kicked out Steve Jobs. Oh, my Then God. Steve Jobs founded Pixar. I didn't know that. Underneath Disney. I, I like, and Pixar's technology has become standard for Disney's 3D animation. Like, be full so circle, almost. It would oddly like oh my god that'd be wild i don't know how i feel about it and i feel like apple would change how theme parks are like i wonder what the technology would do to it like how your experience would be well at that point also like what becomes of disney plus what becomes of hulu or an apple with mickey ears they're gonna take the apple off of the back of the phone (laughs) and put mickey's face i said it here first we have record of it (laughs) yeah Didn't South Park already make fun of that at some point, too? Oh man. Should I wrap us around to our third topic now? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll come, we'll come back eventually. Um. 
Yeah, and then it's going to blow up, and it's going to be great. <laughs> We're mad at Apple until they let the show up on the platform. Um, okay, so our third topic, gaming and relaxation. Let's explore the relationship between gaming and relaxation. How do games contribute to stress, relief, or leisure? Which I feel like we've kind of touched on, but let's dive a little deeper into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I will I will say, and that's probably the reason why I... Uh, I, we, I picked these topics because they all kind of intermingle with each other, uh, which makes it a lot easier to talk about too. Because with, like, again, I I use it just like many other gamers do when they have a stressful day at work or a stressful day at home. They want to be able to come home and find a release, some way to process their day, some way to take out their anger in a safe way, or um, just is, escape from the crap day that they've had and take their mind off of things. Um, I, I use it for that constantly, um, whether I've got stuff going on at home or whether somebody at work's irritated me and I'm angry and I either can't get to the gym or I don't have anything to punch. Uh, I can come into a video game and do all of that and not cause any harm to myself or anybody else and get in trouble for it. Um, if I'm on Call of Duty or GTA <laughs> directly when I Let get me go home destroy from work, things. yeah, it, it was a bad day. Um, if if like if I don't, there's some days I'll I'll get home from work and and this is slightly disgusting. I'm sorry, but I won't even shower. I'll just hop on and just get it out, and just relax and calm down first, and then like step out. Um, and that and then that, that's that's another big thing. You know, there's certain things that everybody does for different relaxation methods or practices or, you know, at home routines that they do that they need to do in order to feel decompressed and free of any extra stress that may be coming into their life. Cause you know, they, they always say leave work at work and leave home at home. And that's getting harder and harder to do every it day. It sucks when you bring work home, especially if you have a significant other or you have kids at home, like yeah, it's not easy to shut off when you walk through the door. So having an outlet, like you said, either the gym or mm -hmm. <clears throat> some sort of game, whether it be cozy or destructive. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, you, you look at it now, ever since COVID, uh, I'd say probably about 40% of the workforce is, is work from home now. So there is no leaving one or the other at the door. You're in that door all the time. Well, and that's, and that's why like, not even just, not even just gaming in itself, but like, like, like discord, for example, or X Twitter, uh, like you've got to find those other communities, especially if you're in a cubicle all day and you don't get human interaction at your place of work or you don't get enough of it. It's so important to find those communities that you can be comfortable in and, and get that release of talking to other people or venting to a gamer buddy online. You know, you guys go into a Call of Duty match and today's work sucks. Blah, 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 blah. And like, you just, it's just a way to get that out. And so many communities out there can be so toxic and do nothing but add to that, that it's super important to find that either routine or that community or that game that lets you go in there and just kind of <sighs> and just relax and just like let it all go because it'll build up quick. If it wasn't for the community that I had, like I feel like I would have lost my mind and been like really, really depressed. Like 
know. I really leaned on my community at that point in time in Final Fantasy, and you're you're right. Mm. Like you need that, and like oh, if yeah. you don't have that outlet anywhere else, like it's really nice to have whenever you come home. And all right, my bros are gonna be online. I can sit down and talk to them and forget about my day and shoot the shit with them. Mm. And like sometimes you do end up venting, which is nice, and like you find communities yeah. that are accepting of that too. Um, I feel like I've been very lucky through my kick journey that I have found a lot of mm-hmm. really cool communities to like lean on and be a part of. Um, I'm so oblivious to toxicity and drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if there's anything going on, I'm like, wait, what? What's happening? Who did what? <laughs> oh God, I praise <laughs> because you. Because I'm oblivious to it. Oh. But. Who did what? No, no, that's so. Oh, I feel bad when I don't be, see it. Be very you know? thankful. But, like, that I'm you not are. there for that. I'm there to have, like, what you're talking about a community to lean on and have fun with and unwind with and just enjoy games right. and life. So, I'm not looking for that drama, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No. no there's, there's better ways to spend your time than dealing with other people's drama. And, you know, and then with the drama in your own chat, you could just be like, nope, get out. Yeah, block, block, ban, and move on. Just drop the dead weight and go. Yep. Yep. You know, and then that's like, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm reserving a majority of the conversation towards the end of the, of the, of this, of these shenanigans we have going on in this hot tub. Uh, but like, I'm so thankful that, uh, like, Mert Clan found a game, a gamer friend of mine, and she kind of like drug me with her and was like come on you should come in you should come in because we've we've been in two different communities together that were filled with nothing but toxicity and it is like i know that if i'm having a bad day or i know that if i am just if something is weighing on my mind i know that there's at this point now hundreds of people that i can go to in that community and just be like all right who's got a second I got to get this out and they'll hop in a voice call. They'll hop in a voice chat They're, You know, there's somebody will always be there. And it's just been so. It's like a whole relieving to, to that, know like, that there's an avenue to go down. Topic that we're on <clears throat> because like, I don't know. I feel like you can't have that without a community, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like an onion. Right. right. <laughs> there's layers. But also, you can't do it. You can't do it yourself. There's no, 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 nobody. No, no matter how many people you have in your chat, no matter how big your community is, or if you, if you don't have one, you won't be able to tackle everything. Even in just the gaming community, you can't tackle it by yourself. There's no way. And, and if it's done right, there's so much good that can come from it. Um, I, I actually, I actually have a small section. Um, or a small section of a post that I saved that I would like to read. I'm not going to do any names or nothing, but like it's somebody who's come to us from the client is like, oh my God, you guys have changed my life and stuff like that. But, and, and it's just, it's crazy because like there's so much negativity and toxicity out there right now online. All these keyboard warriors are going at each other's necks and uh, a lot of people don't feel welcome in an online world yeah and that's that's crazy to me like you guys we go there to do something else and to escape like we have everybody has their own life situations they don't need another place to feel stressed out or they don't need that's exactly why i created my own free company in final fantasy and like i miss having it but that was my whole goal was having this like safe 
welcoming community and that's also what i've been trying to like bring over to like my streaming is like i want everybody to feel safe in my chat and i want everybody mm -hmm. to feel welcome and i want them to be this like loving supportive place because there's so much shit in this world mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> escapism is the key i just like talking about good things that come out of stuff like that like me and danny meeting and creating this and trying to spread positivity and mental health awareness just completely spontaneously mm -hmm. one day and here we are on but that was thanks to supreme four. rio's great community that he has in a group chat um just being like supportive you know and that's how we found each other and found a way to spread more positivity he's so. the man <laughs> mm. yep and this is definitely my kind of thing to you know make a project out of mm. stuff you know and find people to collaborate with because Honestly, I'm not really a fan of streaming alone. I like having other people in the background that I can talk to and add more flavor to what right. I'm doing. So, like, whether it's you, Rose, or my crazy boys from my gaming clan, or whoever, I like being able to bounce that conversation back and forth and add a completely sort of unseen dynamic to streams that you don't usually get um you know unless with like the exception of say a raid night but you know to have those background characters in there like so, you, so you've got the main streamer that you as chat are talking to and uh interacting with but then to have that other background noise uh, to me, helps me cut down on sort of the dead air in streaming as well. And just keep... Like, to me, it's just having other people there really keeps things moving a lot better mm -hmm. than I'd be able to do by myself. Like, again, nobody's an island. You've got to have other people. You've got to have that, that flavor, those personalities, because that's what makes... And, I mean, let's let's face it, it's, it's great entertainment. Most people just come here to watch for the entertainment portion of it. Um, mm -hmm. some of it's, some people do more informative stuff or, you know, back when, uh, oh, what was the, well, like, so, okay. So take, and then, um, I'm going to throw this out there just because, but you look at OnlyFans, <laughs> uh, you, you know, that was originally not started or created to be a sexual site. Like that mm. was, it was originally created under, under the impression that I was given, after talk, after having a conversation with somebody else, that it was for like, it, like almost not instructional, but more of like show offy. Like there's a there's a creator, um, oh god, not Twitch, um, fiction. If you goes, if you I don't know if you guys have ever watched, uh, like so you think you can dance or anything like that. Um, but there's a dancer out there named Fiction, and his he was. Again, from my understanding, I could be completely wrong. Um, he was one of the first people on the website, and all of his videos and everything that he has on there were all, like, instructional martial arts videos and, like, dance instructions and, like, dance classes and, um, like, more, like, informative. Well, I know that that's what they tried to push the site toward a few years ago when they said, yep, all porn is banned. Mm -hmm. And then they just immediately lost all their money and all their memberships. And 
they had to double back faster on the mm. yes porn than Twitch had to double back on the well OnlyFans had to double back on the no porn than Twitch had to double back on the yes porn gotcha you know <laughs> like <laughs> it's pretty similar yeah how you know so like you know Twitch the other day said okay we're we're easing the restrictions on pornographic art and pornographic content you guys go wild and then everybody on twitch went just a little too wild so they were like never mind we're we're reeling this back because you can't be trusted i can't wait for the youtube videos i want to see it <laughs> it's gonna be any day they're they're getting put together i'm i'm sure you know that that was a moment in internet history that is gonna be looked back on and studied for a long time oh yeah you know, back to the whole stress relief and stuff for the for the the topic right currently. That's that's actually like why I messaged you, Rose, because like like the things that after listening to y'all's like intro video or intro cast, um, like I saw like what you guys were doing and what you guys were creating, and that's you know that's very similar to what you know Merc Clan Gaming has to offer for like their Discord and their gaming their 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 whole community and that's why I kind of like I I kind of been following you guys from uh when I saw a post about it from uh from Rose on Twitter and uh instantly sucked me in cuz I'm all about the the good vibes and the non-toxicity and like I love like how you said like you kind of found us through post and then the positivity and like I love that the more positivity we uh, tend to spread throughout our content creation journey, the more people you find that are trying to do the same thing, um, which makes me super happy because you got to be careful with communities. Like we've been talking, there's a lot of toxicity mm -hmm. out there, but there's also a lot of positivity if you look in the right places or you start connecting to the right people. And I don't know, I am a fan of keeping my circle small, but like I am finding that I'm expanding and trying to find people like you and your clan and how you guys spread positivity. I'm just making sure that like if I'm stepping out further with people that it's mm -hmm. that and I'm not questioning what your motives are, or what the community is about. You know, I know it's positivity in that same direction. Right. Well, that's like I, I find now uh, I have different circles. I have my small circle of like people who know me inside and now a hundred percent. Like I can go to them and be like, Hey, uh, I need to get something off my chest. I need to talk. And like, they're not they're, <laughs> me and my buddy uh, started a term like, yes, men. Like they're not just going to agree with whatever I say. I'm like, yeah, sure. Go for that. Like, no, he's going to sit there and call me a dumbass if he thinks that I'm being stupid. Uh, but then he's going to tell me why he thinks I'm being stupid and he's going to give me his side of it. Like, you know, I can tell you that that's the wrong thing to do. But if I don't tell you why, you're not going to learn from it. You're not going to see something from a different perspective. Um, and there's very few people that I trust that way. Um, and and it, it, nowadays, honestly, it gets harder and harder to, to add people to that circle because P, I, I, a lot of people hide their true intentions or their true goals or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I also have another circle and that's, you know, that's where a majority of my Merck family live is in that circle where, you know, I know that if I needed somebody to talk to or to vent to or to you know, pile stuff onto that I didn't want to carry myself. Like, I know I've got hundreds of people that I can go to and be like, hey, who's got a second? 
and somebody will jump in a voice call. Um, I might get five people in the same call and, you know, and it's, but it's good because like, they're just gonna, they'll sit there and they'll either listen or you'll get people who are not yes men and they'll just go ahead and be like, well, I think you were stupid for that. Or, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Like, well, shit. Um, okay. But why? And then, oh yeah, I can see it that way now. Like, okay. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or maybe I could have approached it a different way. And so I find like the more and more I get older, the, uh, I have different circles. I just gotta try to keep track of them. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm really the same way. Cause I've like, got my gaming circle i've got my job circle i've got my like irl friend circle mm -hmm. i guess and essentially i do whatever i can not to let they are not allowed to merge become a venn diagram <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i i don't like shitting where i eat essentially so i, yeah. I just I, I try to keep everything sort of as spaced out as I can. Lately, there's a little more merging just because I, I sort of found myself having an issue with almost feeling like, like I was almost having multiple personalities in a way. And it's like, but all these, all these worlds are, you know, basically the same. They're all based around games in some way because I am a mm. game developer and now I'm streaming games and, you know, making podcasts about games so how much can I really keep these separated out? And, you know, do I, do I want to put myself through the mental anguish of doing everything I can to keep them separ separated? Or give in. do I just give in a little bit and invite people to be a part of these different sides of the one interest, you know? I think with what you do and what we're trying to do and in the content creation mm. world, it, it, those lines are going to get blurred a little bit. A little bit. It's just kind of inevitable, really. And, you know, I'd rather just be open and honest about it than, uh, you know, try to really hide anything. But at least you get to control the narrative, though. That's yes. the important part. That really is the important part. It's like, nope, this is my narrative and, you know, nobody else can own it at that point. Um, yeah. Should we then loop into the final topic? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. All right. So the final topic for today, this one I really like. So, you know, obviously we've been talking about, like, uh, the, the different sides of gaming life in our communities and not being an island, essentially. So who is a creator or friend that you would like to hype up? And what do they do and where can we find them? Um, I, I definitely have to give this one out to a, a group of people, I should say. And it, and it is going to be my, my eSports team, Merclan Gaming. Uh, the president, Big Dog, has, is a young kid, actually, who he's, he's like 26. He's actually younger than most of the group itself. Wow. Um, but he's been through so much left and right and has just really created a community where people can come in and feel welcome and feel uh, safe and not have to worry about the toxicity. You know, we pride ourselves in keeping uh, a non-toxic organization open that's that's open for everybody really you know any person is welcome any you know just because we have a call of duty team you don't have to play call of duty to be a part of our community mm. like we have a spot for everybody what else do you guys play so currently we the the 
the clan itself was based off of a Call of Duty team, so that's been the primary goal since that's what we have a majority of currently. Mm-hmm. Um, we just are starting to kind of put together and see how they form on their own, but we are uh, testing the waters with an Apex and a Fortnite okay. team. Um, and there's a lot of big plans to come for January. Um, things have actually skyrocketed really, really well. Um, and honestly, the last three or four months, I've only been a part of them for four months hmm. now. Um, I've not been in very long. Um, and I think when I started, we there was only like a hundred something people in the in the community, um, and we're up to like almost six hundred oh now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's been astounding. I mean, we we are the official esports team of W Energy. Um, they are one of our sponsors, um, and that's helped bring in a lot of people. And we've done a lot of collaborations with them. And we, again, it's just another avenue that we get to help spread the positivity and keep and you know keep a safe place around for people to come into and and like be themselves so then okay so this is interesting so the clan is actually bringing in money uh everything we get right now currently is dumped back into there is no paid employee Mm -hmm. a part of the clan. everything is going back in um we the the money that we're getting are from w orders just like uh just like an ambassador or a uh, a partner. Um, we have our own code. We have our own. So when people in the clan go and order and use our code, you know, just like just like any person yep. would. Um, yeah, but everything gets dumped back into everybody else. No one person is getting the funds. No one person. No no section is getting paid. Everything is just dumped back into our community, so we can branch out and do more things with them. So does it become like well? Because I think listeners would be pretty interested to know what does a what does a gaming clan do with the money? Because pretty much you could run everything just over Discord for free. So, you know, where mm-hmm. does the budget go? Is it into marketing? Is it into travel? Like, you know, no business is without its expenses. But I think that's a pretty interesting topic. To right. Touch on quick. Right now, one of the biggest things that we do is is more of on an appreciation level. Um, you know, we have we have monthly meetings with the different sections of our our teams uh, or of our clan um you know we have staff meetings we have mafia meetings which mafia is just uh like the intro level to the team uh it's also a a support a family and friends support section for people who want to be there to support you know either their you know son who's streaming with us or you know a girlfriend who doesn't necessarily stream or game but wants to be there for somebody and then we have our ambassadors who are you know the face of the clan um during our monthly meetings you know we do like almost like an employee of the month or uh, an ambassador of the month and we'll get them like a free double uh we'll send them a tub of dubby and you know like our sticker pack so we do we do have a lot of uh going into like marketing and branding and helping out our sponsor as well because we're still it's not like we're getting free stuff from our sponsor Mm -hmm. we're still helping them and they're helping us um 
and we are a lot of it's going to mark now there's still a lot of stuff that i don't know i'm only i'm a community manager there's like four steps above me that know a lot more than i do um i do know like i said there are a lot of big plans coming for january uh for the big for the new year really and i'm very excited our goal by 2025 um is to actually be in cons and um different events with a booth uh, and swag, tournament entries, and everything of that nature. Yeah, it's it's all happened within probably two or three months. Wow! And it's been crazy. Yeah, we're we're we are growing exponentially. The and new it's, phase clan? It's been such Question an. Mark? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> no! 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 <laughs> and and. Uh, <laughs> Man, about to get me in trouble. Right here. No, um, I hope nobody is listening. No, um, no, we 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 are trying to be that variable that steps apart from all these other communities, um, and like like for our our president and all of our leadership, um, they not only just think of new ideas and promote new. Um, ideas like contests, like we have content, uh, content people in our team. We have design people in our team. Then not only do they do contests for them as well, but like they actually get in a game with mm. you, or they'll get in your stream and they'll chat with you. It's not just like one dude in the big throne at the top of the table who's just like dishing out all these orders and giving it all these ideas to see what works and to see what right. sticks. They're actually getting into the nitty gritty with everybody, and they are communicating with their community and they're playing and getting to know the people who are actually in their community that's badass and it's very refreshing because you don't get that a lot i like that so it's a clan that's really about growing every single member of the clan essentially yeah so our our motto is one brand one team (laughs) one goal you know if if the newest if um that was perfect um so like even if our newest member like we just we just released a list of like six people who just um passed their ambassador applications who now get to rep and be the face of Merc clan gaming um and god dang it rose i don't know where i was going with this but it was somewhere good and you <laughs> and now he's singing bob marley and i said uh, you my train just went <laughs> off so bad but it's such a like that's a really great motto or phrase to live by for a clan. And like, it, it definitely sounds like they're living up to it. A hundred percent. And I thank you for saying that. Cause now I know where I was going with that, but we just released a list of uh, like six or seven new ambassadors that got accepted and got approved. Um, and pretty much our whole aspect behind it is no matter if you've been in the clan for a month or you've been in for two years, if you have a goal, we're going to do everything that we can to help you achieve that goal. Mm. You know, because if you grow, we grow and vice versa. And we want to see everybody who's got either a goal or an issue or an event that they're planning. We want to be there to support that person in any aspect, even if it's, you know, if not everybody can make it, you know, we at least get some people in there to show support and show love. Like having one person show up, it's still huge to have somebody from your gaming clan show up. Like I get so excited. I'm part of team vibes and like we're tiny and small, but like we spread positivity and good vibes everywhere we go. And it's so exciting to see people come in from that, you know, even if it's just one person coming by Mm -hmm. and saying hi, it means a lot. 
Man, I'm so glad to hear that you've been having a really good experience with that clan and like to know that you've been there for three or four months now and you still feel the same way about something that is that big. Because we were talking about this yesterday with Collector and like how some communities, they get too big too Mm. fast and like having three to 500 people in like a Discord, there's going to be toxicity. Um, but again, listening to you and knowing that you've been there three to four months right. and like have nothing but really good things to say about it, it means they're doing something right. Oh yeah. And like, we get messages from people all the time. They're like, Oh my God, like, thank you guys. And, and I actually do <laughs> kind of want to read a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to say obviously for protection names or anybody, but I got a message from somebody in the, in the clan that I, I try to reach out to one or two people who I either notice aren't really as active or who aren't, or maybe feel a little nervous about, about joining a group because of social anxiety or, you know, they, they have some sort of mental or, personal disability that they feel like they're going to get ostracized for made fun of because that's what's happened to them in the past and I try to reach out to to some of these people and just get to know them because we're all still people and you know we all have our own story and I'm a very curious person mm-hmm. um I love to know why um but what, but I had the members send this to me the other day and I'm just going to read a little bit of it because it kind of really hits everything that like what we try to do um but this member says i can't thank you well enough for allowing me to be a part of Merc. it seriously made my year if not more than that to finally find somewhere you fit in and can actually be yourself without without being scared you're going to be looked at weird it takes so much off my shoulders and has allowed me to finally breathe and honestly it shows in my work i can actually do what i do again and i'm a pretty serious person when it comes to getting shit done so for me to be able to relax man thank you all of you um and then he goes on to say you know it's even helped out with a lot of my home my home life as well a lot of stress off my shoulders or feeling like i'm pouring my heart into something that i don't really know what i have to show for it yet i just started feeling like i was letting everybody down like maybe this wasn't my calling but that has changed it's just shown me that i am in the right area i'm right where i'm supposed to be and i just love to fix things and that makes and i just love to fix things for people that makes me the oh, happiest. Dude, I appreciate um, you sharing that. Whew, I got through that without <laughs> getting emotional. Let's go. But um <laughs> yeah, and it's you know, and he's he's not the only one. That's um, huge. We've gotten a couple of messages from a couple of different people and and it's just it's it's such a good feeling to know that like what we're doing is making a difference and is making that change. Um, and that people are truly affected by it. Like, not just in a gaming life, but like at home too. Cause we're not just about, you know, oh, it's gotta be about a game or it's gotta be this or it's gotta be that. Like we're, we're a family. Like it's every aspect of everybody's life. One of my life. members in my chat is one of my mods, uh, B Grizzly. He's like, damn, he got me emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I, I, uh, I practiced last night in front of the mirror to not get emotional while I read this. So no, I, I may have done it once or twice because when he sent that to me at first, I was like, okay, you're going to make me cry. Stop it. I can't go on. And then he sent me another one. I was like, nope, I can't read this right now. <laughs> See somebody like that have that experience. Like, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and on our, our president, our president, the big dog, um, he, he's, his, his motto is, you know, uh, not really motto, but he always preach, not preaches because it's not religious in any beans. Um, but he always... Uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? That's not going to be encourages. He always pushes that, you know, yeah, there you go. Encourages. Thank you. Uh, you know, to be kind, you know, it be graceful in what you do. You never know what somebody has going on in their life and they don't need to be coming into a game or a community where they try to relax and somebody's being a mm. dick. Like, you don't know what's going on in that person's life. And you just saying hi or just listening to somebody. Man, and you just said the simplest line that I think should be, like, the slogan everywhere for everything. And it's just, yeah. like, be kind. Like, when you don't know what to do or what to say, just be kind. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard to be kind at all. Yeah, it's, it's really not that hard. It really isn't. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that feels like a, like a great moment to fade this episode out on thank you so much for sharing all this like i i haven't known you for very long i've met you recently probably in the last like month i would say that i've met you and it's been so great to sit here mm -hmm. and talk to you and learn more about you more about your clan yeah. and like what you're about like i love getting to know people like this and this podcast gives us a way to do that so Thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. um, those that are listening, um, this is Merc Magnastorm that is with us today. And you can find him on Twitter and on Kick. It is kick.com slash Merc Magna underscore Storm. And Merc is spelled M3RK. Um, and you can catch more of these lovely positive vibes from him there. Most definitely. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity of, uh, of getting on with you guys. You know, like I said, ever since y'all's intro video and y'all's goals have really aligned with what we have going on at Mark. And that's why I reached out to you and was like trying to get some info. And, you know, anytime you guys have an open spot or need somebody to fill, let me know. Time. You are welcome back anytime, my friend. I appreciate it. Well, so this has been Gamers in Hot Tubs talking nerd life, and we will see you all soon. This is Danny Platbaron signing out. And this is Kaylee Badwith-Fritz signing out as well. Have a great Sunday, y'all. Have a great one. You've been listening to Gamers in Hot Tubs talking nerd life. Part of the Hot Tub Gamers Network. To support the show or to be a guest on the upcoming episode, please visit our Beacons page at beacons.ai slash hottubgamers or follow us on all social medias at hottubgamers. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review, especially if you enjoyed your time with us in the hot tub. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.